Thanks for joining me, psychologist Dr. Audrey Sang, for Retrain Your Brain. Retrain Your Brain is a 10-minute self-improvement podcast giving you my most effective, practical personal development tips from my work as a coach, trainer, and psychometric profiler. Season 4 is a relationship special. Today I thought I'd look at a relationship audit. The toughest part about relationships, intimate or otherwise, is that your behaviour, thoughts and emotions are affected by and have an impact on someone else. And yet it's only your behaviour, your thoughts and your emotions which you can alter, adapt or assert. So being mindful of how our friendships feel to us can be a very important part of maintaining our own emotional wellness. And... Whether thinking about a business relationship, a romantic one, or a friendship, here are some key questions to keep you aware of your feelings. Number one, ask yourself, am I happy right here, right now? Firstly, though, think about what being happy actually means to you. Is it feelings of contentment? Is it laughing a lot? Comfort? Forget all the expert advice. What makes you happy is unique to you. Once you know how you define happiness, then ask yourself if you're feeling that within your relationship. And if you are, move on to the next question. If not, then ask yourself, what change do you want to see? And in terms of that outcome, what can you do to make that possible? With a business or romantic partnership, this is worth discussing, ideally at a time and place when you're both able to talk openly and freely. With a friendship, if you've grown apart, you may wish to decide if you need to take any action or indeed if you want to. But again, remember, it's the outcome that you want to collaborate together to achieve. You cannot force other people to change. Question two, assuming you are happy right here and right now. Are you both heading in the direction you want? Again, good for both boardroom and bedroom relationships, have an open discussion about how you hope this relationship will progress. Now, this may result in an unpleasant realisation that you're not on the same page, but it really is always better to find out early so you can perhaps find a means of dealing with that and heading towards the same path or being able to break freely rather than allowing expectation and disappointment sour the good and breaking on unpleasant terms. Number three, do you and your partner or your friends and family express love in a way that suits you all? Dr. Gary Chapman identified the five languages of love and there may be others which are unique to your relationship, but his key ones are acts of service, words of affirmation, quality time, intimacy and giving gifts. And you can look this up on fivelovelanguages.com and that's five number. Often we enjoy giving and receiving love in all these ways, but we ourselves have a preference for one or two in particular. If, for example, you enjoy being told you're loved, but your parents prefer to give gifts, then it may feel like they don't love you. But actually, all that may be happening is that they're expressing their feelings of love differently to how you prefer to receive them. So... If your partner does not really enjoy perhaps the expensive meals you want to give them, but really appreciates it when you take the time to cook beans on toast instead, then it might be worth talking about. If either party to a relationship is feeling underappreciated, it may be a good discussion to have. 
identify your preferences and see how you can work within your preferred means of expression. You may even recognize that love has actually been shown, but in ways that the other person prefers to show it. If they're able to collaborate with you and you're able to show love in the way they like to receive it, and they are able to show love in the way you like to receive it, then certainly show appreciation when it happens. Question four, are you able to forgive? Every relationship has ups and downs, but when you hold a grudge, it really is like carrying hot coals and waiting to throw them at someone. You will still burn your hand. Practicing forgiveness is about acknowledging you were hurt by the behavior and reflecting on what you've learned about yourself from it and recognizing that the event occurred perhaps because of an askew belief or choice of reaction from yourself or the other person, both of which will have had some reasons. Forgiveness is not about forgetting and you do have a right to feel angry or to feel hurt or rejected or pain or whatever you felt. But it is important to talk about that. And if somebody is telling you that you hurt them, it's also important to listen and not become defensive straight away. Emotion in this case will actually not necessarily help understanding, but being able to listen, to hear each other, and then finding a way forward where you feel you can both move there and collaborate is the most positive outcome. Never forget that relationships are teams and you both do need to be on the same side. Number five, remember that solving relationship issues is not just about talking. Talking helps, but you need that awareness simply to know that there's something that needs to be worked on. Just saying that's wrong is more likely to lead to just more frustration and upset. But if you have an idea of what you would like as a solution, then at least it's a starting point for finding a positive way forward. Also, be flexible, be prepared to listen, and perhaps work with suggestions from those you are speaking to. When relationships are a team effort, you will probably find the solutions and the outcome are even more positive than the ones you might have come up with on your own, because together we've got the benefit of each other's emotions, brains and heart. And that's all we have time for. But for more practical self-improvement videos and articles, visit my website www.draudrity.com or check out my work on my YouTube channel, Dr. Audrey Tang.